Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezos Hashem, BPM number 29, that's Bias Pnimi, Shear for Men, Shear number 29. We're going to talk today, and we brought a PDF called 100 Ways of to, to Love Your Wife Her Way, and we're going to go through this list, um, and we're going to explain a lot of factors about this. The idea behind this, first of all, is to recognize, to look at your wife as a delicate flower, which are beautiful, but they need a specific amount of sunlight, nutrients, water in order to flourish. And the way you do that with your wife is to discover who she really is. And she, like every human being, constantly changes. And to always be attuned to who she is. And to learn to give her what she needs for her to grow and for her to thrive. And you reiterate when she expresses her needs, you rephrase them in your own words and to explain that. As well as understanding overall, and this is on top of this page that you see, to recognize the sensitive differences between male and female. To understand that a, a woman, a wife is more sensitive, generally speaking, and feel more. She has been a Yaseira. Her Hegesha must stronger. And to take that into consideration when you're interacting with her. So we're going to go through some of these aspects that are written here. To communicate with her and never close her out. This is very, very important. Uh, as we know with many men, you know, when they go through a day, they don't really want to talk about it in the day. How was your day? Fine. And that's enough. And very often uh, with a wife, they they need that openness. They need that communication. They need to know what's going on in your life. You may find it undane, mundane or uninteresting or uneventful, but uh, it's very, very important to let her in your life and deem it important. It's important to her. It's important to you. And you don't shut her down. You don't shut her out. And you communicate with her everything she wants to know and understand about you and about your, you know, your life and what you do. And we mentioned in the past stories, one of them was, this is Alma Meltzer, that when he came home with his wife and had tea with her and explained detail by detail by detail of everything that he went through that day. And that was very important to his wife. So very often, a husband generally doesn't like communicating, uh, and but it's very important to do that, to share. Share information, share aspects about your life with her. Then regard her as important, seems self-evident, but she, she needs to be felt by you as the most important person in the world to you. Number three is do everything you can to understand her feelings. Again, this especially applies to generally male-female differences. Not easy for a man to understand a woman's feelings. Uh, it, it makes different, though no difference whether they have sisters or whatever it is with a wife. It's somewhat different. And to do your best to develop that skill, uh, that idea of using your emotions and intuitions as best as you can as a husband to understand where she's coming from and to, uh, and to try to 
be attuned to her is very, very important. The next one, which is extremely important, is to be interested in her friends. And it doesn't mean yentering. It doesn't mean gossiping. It doesn't mean anything like that. But if she has some few close friends that she's very close to and interacts with, and she shares information about them and how how she she loves them and cares for them and what's going on in their lives and she wants to talk about it it's very important for you to 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 listen to her it's not a matter of prying or wanting to know you know unnecessarily details but if if it, it is healthy to understand and know when your wife admires someone that's a friend of hers a best friend of hers says friends here, but it could be also mentors or whoever it is. And she shares this with her husband. And, and really, she should share it with her husband. He, 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 he should express interest in knowing who her friends are and who has good influences on her. And that's an important thing to know. The next one is very hard for many men to do, especially the ones that are self-confident and self-sufficient and feel that they should run the house the way they want. And they and, and the, the, the idea is to ask her opinion frequently. Many husbands have trouble doing this. And it's very important not only to ask her opinion frequently, but the next one, value what she says. Value what she says, I would say, is connected to her opinion as well. That when she expresses her opinion may differ from yours. You don't just dismiss it uh, you know, out of hand. You want to do something and she suggests a different way and explains why. Don't say, you know, just dismiss it. Yeah, yeah, shake your head. Either you say, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Or you shake your head, yeah, 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 and you do your thing anyway. No. You take her opinion really um, seriously. That is the bracha of the kenegdai. We said this many times before. There's Rashish Pshat. That if you're Zaycha, she's Azar helpmate, and if you're not Zaycha, if you don't merit it, Kenegdai, she'll oppose you. But many Mepharshim, Taichit, Pshutai, Kamashmai. The Bracha is that it's an Azar Kenegdai. The Bracha is both the Azar connecting that way and the Kenegdai. The Kenegdai is, is that when she has an opinion that differs from yours, that's a Bracha. That's a Bracha. And when you value what she says in the Kenegdai, when she's saying something different, that could actually save you. That could actually give you a tremendous uh, bracha and mamish save you in many, many ways. You value what she says and you value her opinion. Doesn't mean all ultimately you'll end up going her way with that opinion. Not necessarily. But you need to value it. To consider it really seriously. Even whether you decide to, at the end do like what she says, or you decide at the end that despite what she says, you're going to follow what you feel. But either way, you value what she says. You take it seriously. You realize she has a, a, a an important point to contribute, and you don't take it lightly. Most likely in the Medrash, when Oin Ben Peles, uh, when, when, when uh, was almost sucked into getting underground together with Kairach and everyone else and his wife saved him and part of it is explaining to him that your position is the same whether you're under Moshe Rabbeinu or whether you're under Kairach what difference does it make to you and just let it go but he had the good sense to listen and he listened to what she said and ultimately it saved him let her feel your approval and affection this is so important 
when she does something good, every time she does something good for you, or good in general, or the way she interacted with the children in a beautiful way, you show how much you approve of that and, and love her for it. I love the way you interact with the children and how kind you are and how considerate you are and how thoughtful you are. And that's so, so important. Protect her on a daily basis. Protect her doesn't just mean physically protecting her. It means emotionally protecting her. Protecting her from harm. Protecting her from being hurt. Protecting her that if, again, some unfortunately family members may say something negative to your wife or try to hurt her, you protect her. You're loyal to her. And you protect her in every way possible, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You watch over her and protect her. The next one is not easy with some personalities. To be gentle with her and tender with her. Now, this is sometimes an issue both ways. Sometimes you, you're, you're intimidated because your wife may be a strong personality. She's not the, you know, she's, she's a tougher person or, a, you know, more, um, you know, like a powerhouse type of a person. But even those women need the gentle touch of a husband. Doesn't mean you're, you know, you're, you're a, a, a doormat or anything like that. But there's a certain gentleness and tenderness that you have with your wife specifically that she truly needs whether she admits it or not, whether she acknowledges it to you or not. She truly needs it. And it's very hard sometimes for some husbands that have some personalities, like the very strong-minded businessmen, strong-minded Rosh Hashiva, strong-minded Rabbeim that are have a certain tough aspect to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a personality like any personality. But with your wife, that has to be different. With your wife, you're more gentle. With your wife, you're more tender. With your wife, you're soft. Learn from David Amelach that he was able to use both parts of his personality when needed. He used to be called Adinoi Ha'etzni, which is Adinoi means very uh, soft, delicate. Etzni means like a, uh, like a, a wood that's hard. And it says, basically, that he was hard when it came to fighting his enemies or when he had to be a king and take a stand of, of, on things. He was strong. He was hard. But Etzni, he was soft and delicate. He bowed to what the Sanhedrin said. He said, Chatasi, he was extremely humble. You see from Tehillim both aspects of him. You see from Tehillim the, the points where he's very strong, where he's a melech and, um, and, um, and very confident and very, uh, uh, you know, the Gevura. And then you see also his humbleness, his softness, his tenderness. So the husband may have both sides to that as well. He needs that toughness, whether in business, whether in learning, wherever it is when he's influencing, he may need to use that toughness. But with his wife, he needs to be, for the most part, very gentle, very tender, very soft. It's not a stira. The next thing is to develop a sense of humor. It's very important. That's part of simcha. That's part of being joyous. See, many G'day Yisrael had this, had a certain laugh, had a certain way of looking at things that was humorous. It, it makes, uh, you know, things, it, de- um, it, 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 it removes tenseness from the ear when there is a certain humor, when there's a certain softness, when there's a certain uh, uh, happy sense of, of, of joy that comes with healthy humor.
Another thing, and we're still on the first page here, avoid sudden major changes without discussing, without giving your wife time to adjust. Now, don't make sudden changes like telling her, okay, we're moving, you know, something like that. Or, or, or uh, you know, whatever it is. Or, you know, you, you're, you're, you're decided that you're going to change jobs and uh, you don't tell her. And then all of a sudden you say, okay, I'm, 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 I went on an interview, I'm moving from here to here. You don't do that to her. You explain everything. You explain the process of what's going through, your interview process. You talk it through with her. Any major change needs to be discussed with your, with your wife, asking her permission, asking her opinion, and go with her on the journey. The last one on this page is to learn to respond openly and verbally when she wants to communicate. This is very important. Sometimes it's very clear she wants to talk to you and you're distracted or I'm busy later, whatever it is, but she really needs that conversation. Now, when you're overwhelmed or you're really not up to listening, you could tell her, you know, let me rest first, let me eat, let me take a shower, let me chill a little bit, and you give her a specific time. This specific time, I'll be done, and then we could talk, and you have my ear, and and I'm totally going to be there for you and listen to you. That's very important. Turn to the top of the next page. It says you comfort her when she's down emotionally. For instance, putting your arms around her and silently hold her for a few seconds without lectures or put-downs. And if you can't do that, it's not the, it's the need the period, and she's down emotionally, you comfort her regardless. You're her friend. It's very, very important that when the, the switch goes off in the sense where the physical intimacy needs to stop because she's a neither now, the next two weeks or whatever it may be. That deep friendship aspect needs to be developed then. Here's an opportune time because we say that there's so many components to marriage. There's the physical, there's the emotional and the spiritual. Here is an opportunity to connect, not on the physical, but on the emotional and the spiritual aspects to become truly her best friend, to become truly her soulmate, that can be activated in the Nida period as well, and sometimes even more so. There is a certain respect that you work on during that time. There's this respect all along anyway, that's true. And But, but again, when there's a physicality there, there's a certain familiarity and certain things that are that are that are connecting in that physical realm that when you don't have that physical realm and there's somewhat of a distance physically then you can look at her with a fresh pair of eyes and him to her of seeing as an individual as a friend as a person and have tremendous respect for her and develop that respect and friendship all through that time it's the worst, worst thing to do is to neglect uh, your wife in the need period and it goes on the wife's side too and I explain it over there is that she shouldn't withdraw either they need to connect in the need period as well the way you're supposed to certain terminologies or real expressions of love that can activate inappro- you know, inappropriate connection physically that time should be avoided but there's so so much things that you could say and do that show care and loving and consideration that you need to do in the need period be interested in what she feels is important in life 
whether she feels important, even if inherently you don't feel that it's so important. But if she does, it needs to be on top of your priority list. In your world, you need to understand this means a lot to her. Whatever the thing is, whatever the thing is um, that she does or that she wants done, whatever it is that she feels that she needs that, and it's important to her in life, and or with her life with you, as an example. If she tells you, you know, I know whatever it is, but here I really need uh, that we should have a 10-minute conversation at the end of the day where we talk, where you let me talk about my day and you listen and you're empathetic to me. I need that. She expresses that to you. You need to be interested in that, realizing that that's important to her. So you're going to do that for her. And you're going to, for that 10 minutes, listen to her in depth or she wants to take a walk with you, you work it out and so on and so forth. Correct her gently and tenderly. Of course, this is talking about when um, you know you need to work on things, and you want to, and, and there's a need to tell her something to adjust her whatever she's doing, you know. And she'll normally a wife will appreciate this. Thank you for letting me know. I made a mis- I almost made a mistake, and you corrected me on time. But if you do it in a sensitive way, gently, tenderly, like it says here, you're not harsh in any way whatsoever. And it's clear that you're respecting her. It's clear that, you know, you don't look down any less, you don't look at her any less because she made an error. As a matter of fact, you're looking up to her. That is uh, a way the way you do it. Allow her to teach you without putting up your defenses. That's another thing, and it's a male issue a lot. We don't like being taught new things from our wives. We think and we believe we know a lot more than them. And um, and sometimes it's coming from an unhealthy ego perspective. And here we need to be humble. This is very important. A man, Taka, indeed needs self-respect. It's important, for example, that the man of the house, the husband, sits at the head of the table on Shabbos for his wife and kids to know that he is there. So there is a certain respect aspect and there's a certain thing that he is a head of a household. But he has to be careful, as he's this, that not to let his ego get the better of him. Not that this self-respect should slide into chas v'shalom and unhealthy arrogance. And therefore, many, um, you know, when they, uh, a husband, whatever it is, and the wife corrects them or, or tries to, teach them something that they don't know about something and educate them about something, they get very, very defensive. And, you know, don't you, what are you telling me? You don't think I know I'm not, a, I'm not a baby and so on and so forth. And he needs to drop that. He needs to drop that and realize that Hashem put them together. Hashem put them together because, because it's, 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 in, that's part of it. He wants, he's telling you, husband, I'm giving you your wife as a matana. And very often, she will teach you things, directly, indirectly, and you don't have to be defensive about it. You don't have to feel inferior by the fact that she knows something that you didn't know that she's teaching you. I'm there. I'm, I put her there for that reason, or one of the reasons. And you thank her for it, and you appreciate and acknowledge, acknowledge with humility, acknowledge with humility that that's that's what she did for you. And you become a better person and a better husband as a result. Make special time available to her and to her children, or they're actually your children too. 
somehow, despite your busy schedule at work or in Kailal or wherever it is, that you make special time designated for her and for the children, you know, by bedtime or whatever it is, and you spend time with the both of them. So we're going to um, continue Bezos Shem in the next year, but it's Kedai to take this PDF and take it with you and look at it often, and not just the words, but figure out ways in your practical life how to practice a lot of the things that we just talked about today. And to learn to practice this. And you basically, you could take this any way you want. You could take maybe five a week or ten a week and say, these ten things I'm going to work on. And then the next week I'm going to work on the other ten things, and so on and so forth. So... For example, let's go back for a second as a practical level. Just read it as we go along. I'm going to communicate to her things about my life or my day, and I'm going to volunteer that information because she is interested in it, and I'm allowing her in my life. And I will express to her, both verbally and indirectly and through my behaviors, how important she is to me. And I will try to understand her feelings, even though I'm a male and she's a female. I'm going to understand her feelings, validate her feelings, ask her opinion, value what she says, show that I approve uh, approve of her and I have affection for her for all the good things that she does. And I will protect her and be gentle with her and discuss things with her, especially if there are major changes. And to understand what my, what my wife really wants, what her needs are. And even if I have to correct something, I do it in a very gentle way, and I make special time for her, and so on and so forth. And you learn how to do this in practical ways. You will see if you practice these exercises, how over time there'll be such changes. Am I in Panam al She'll see that you have changed, and she in turn will respond very positively. And the marriage will get stronger and stronger and more beautiful, and you'll have more sipak nefesh from it. Bracha natslacha.